This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. We have a number of great shows coming up. For more information, visit myparktheater.com. Thank you to everyone who supports my dad's show. If you'd like to support Witch Police Radio, go to patreon.com slash witchpolice today. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Uh, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm outside in River Heights uh, with three members of Lounge FM. So, wh- how many are there in total? That, uh, who are we missing? First of all, how, like how many people are we missing? We're missing um, how many people are in our band? Yeah, that's, 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 that's the question. <laughs> that's I'm gonna, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. You start out with a really. I know <laughs> a really tough, tough one. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's five, and okay. we're missing Joel, who plays bass, and Matt, who plays guitar. Okay, and so because there's a lot of voices here, let's just sort of go around the table. Everyone introduce themselves and what they play in the band, and then we can sort of take it from there. So, all right, I'm Corey. I play guitar and sing in the band. I'm Will. I, otherwise known as Uncle Willie, to my <laughs> to the folks that I play with, and I play keyboards. And my name is Adam. I play the drums. Cool, cool. Okay, well, and I guess the best best way to start off is uh, you guys just released a CD like a couple months ago, I guess at this point, right? So yeah. That maybe is a good starting point. So, when did that actually come out? Was it March or April or? It was uh, March thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And what's what can you tell me about the CD? Like, what's it? You know, what's it called? What's uh? Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, it's called "Love Will Let You Down." It's uh, just like a bunch of songs that we've been making since I guess the band started. And it was just like yeah, threw all these songs together, made an album. Turned up to be like more of an album than just a bunch of songs, I think. Was it originally intended to just be a bunch of songs? Yeah, like, and then yeah. it kind of like, we kind of like tried to like blend everything together to make it sound like a nice piece of cool. It's kind of got that art. progressive rock kind of attitude in terms of songs flowing into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was listening to it on, on on the internet, and I, I like uh, people don't do that enough anymore. Because so many people's albums are just made for individual singles because they expect everyone to listen on Spotify and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, it's yeah. nice to see something that's actually made to be an album because that it's just. Yeah, it's a different kind of experience, right? And it's, you see, it seems like it's it, it was always the experience, and then at some point it switched, and now right. it's not yeah. the experience anymore, and I'm left behind. <laughs> I'm sure it's, for some people it is just a couple songs that they like and whatever. But right, right. Yeah. For the people that want to listen to an album, it's there. I guess it's there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, mean, I think maybe you're on substances of some nature, and <laughs> you got time to burn. Listen to the whole thing. Right, right. Start to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was that was that on purpose? I mean, did you guys plan it out like this is going to be you know sequence this in this order and stuff, and you wanted the songs to work as a, a unified thing? Yeah, like we kind of took it one song at a time recording, and then I as that was happening, I was kind of like placing it in order, like as I heard it, I'm like okay, this would be good in this spot, and it's kind of like jumbled it all together at the cool. end. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, one of the things that um, I think I mentioned this before we started recording, but whenever I I'm kind of get a message from a band that I don't know already, I'm already familiar with, I always am kind of nervous because I get a lot of me- I've been doing this for six years now, and I get a lot of messages from a lot of bands, and a lot of them are honestly not good. <laughs> There's a lot of bands that it's like, oh, you know, I, I really appreciate that they're messaging me and they want to be on the show. It's cool. And, you know, usually I'm happy to, to help them out because it's part of the point of this is just like getting un, you know lesser known and unknown bands a voice and a, you know some, some spotlight but uh, I, I actually really like what you guys are doing and it wasn't what I expected at all based on the name although right. it should have been maybe yeah. <laughs> the name is actually more descriptive I guess than, yeah. than maybe I thought but I was expecting some kind of indie rock bullshit right. and uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I don't, I don't know why but it, I mean you guys I guess maybe that leads into the question I hate asking people because no one knows how to answer it properly but what do you how do you define what you do because I, I mean there's obviously like there's R&B stuff happening there. There's some jazz stuff. There's, um, I mean, there's a lot of different genres. So if someone says, you know, if you're talking to someone, they say, oh, you're in a band. What kind of music do you play? Hmm. How do you put a label on? I on hate that question. I know. I hate. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates the question, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it's a good way to frame sort of the conversation, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a really, really good question. <laughs> yeah. I don't, whenever someone asks me, I just like I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just like throw the genres that I think are in it and like. There's indie, there's yeah. jazz, there's pop, there's R&B, there's soul, funk, everything. Yeah. It's like 
And then don't forget the rock, you know, kind of backbone to it. Right, Especially yeah. with the, the guitars, kind of, and even some of the drum element. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys probably played some rock and roll growing up, and sure enough, some of us <laughs> played metal and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. rock and kind of just dabbling in every possible genre. Is there kind of an overarching genre you could fit it in if you were pressed to? Like, you know, if, you have, if someone's got a gun to your head and tells you to pick a genre. When... One genre? Yeah. Pick Hold it. Yeah. I would just... Vaporwave. Vaporwave. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. What would you say? Could you almost call it psychedelic rock? I'd go with that. Okay. With, yeah. With elements of, of, of soul and R&B. And well, I think a lot of psychedelic rock encompasses whatever. that stuff anyway, right? Especially the jazz leanings. And yeah. Things. Like, you've got you know, a lot of fusion bands and stuff. And psychedelic. Not that you're a fusion band, but you know what I mean? Like, a lot of that stuff is, kind of goes hand in hand. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think the format and instrumentation that we use as well really leads towards kind of more of a rock band. Like okay. There's two guitars, lots of keyboards, drums and bass are... are or generally, yeah, yeah, moving there. Um, so, I think because there's so many like genres you could throw, it's because like we're all such different musicians at the same time. Like everyone's got like their own style. Mm-hmm. So like it's just like a big mixture of so many styles. I think it's a hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. We'll start a new genre. Right, hodgepodge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta listen to it, I guess, to yeah. really know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know, I know the question sucks, too, because it's, like, it's, it's, it's hard for, I mean, unless you're, like, a straight-ahead country band or something, or it's mm-hmm. a rapper, like, there's very few <laughs> genres where you can just say, yeah, I'm this one thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, even even bands that sound very obviously, like, oh, yeah, you're this, but no, there's other stuff floating around in the background and everything, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I hate it's asking It's a tough it, question, but you gotta ask it. It's, it's, it's the important you one, right? Because you have to, have to, when I do the write-up for the episode, I gotta explain to you guys. Oh, right? Right, so, yeah. <laughs> it's more for me than for the listener. <laughs> I need to find a way to actually label this thing. But no, yeah. I, I, I really dug it. It was, um, again, not what I expected. Uh, I'm not sure why I thought what I thought about the name. but Yeah. Because, I mean, the lounge relates more to R&B and stuff anyway than it does to <laughs> indie rock. Are they but, a lounge act? They, yeah. They do uh, <laughs> lounge songs? Yeah. But so where does that, um, I mean, just to focus on, like I guess, the soul R&B element of it, where does that come from for you guys? Like, what... Uh, do you got any of you have a background playing that kind of stuff beforehand or? Nope. <laughs> a lot of that comes from Corey, our songwriter okay. here. You can speak for yourself, Corey, but. I just like started listening to a lot of R&B a couple of years ago and I just started learning jazz chords on guitar. Okay. And then, I don't know, it's all went from there, I guess. I and Will. Bit, I have a bit of training in uh, like jazz studies. Okay. I sort of have uh, less than half a degree. So that makes me a dropout. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the reason I applied was my, my interest in in jazz and jazz is again especially nowadays is a very wide tent very broad oh absolutely tent. yeah yeah um so R&B, with six thousand subgenres underneath it <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and so if you listen to all the old like r&b and even like the motown and yeah and funk you know so much of that is rooted in very traditional jazz so yeah so uh a lot of that is covered uh, by for me my my influence in the jazz okay. world you know leads to well, and you can hear jazz in what you guys do too. I mean, there's obviously jazz yeah. influence as well as the soul mm-hmm. thing, right? So, especially just the chords, yeah, and the, yeah. the very yeah. rich, like you know, six, seven note voicings and stuff. That's yeah. kind of very more jazz than it is rock, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it almost sounds more yeah. textured too than rock. I mean, I mean, another rock can't be textured, but mm-hmm. just in terms of like you know, rock is fairly straight ahead, like. The bass yeah. player is playing something that relates directly to what the guitar player is doing and the drummer, you know, but whereas yeah. what I get from what I've heard of your stuff is that it's a lot more, there's more depth to it, I guess, than, than just start head like bashing something out, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we left the mix very, like, kind of open and dynamic as well, and, you know, it's very, it's very spacey and yeah, rever- yeah. reverby and swampy and, and that kind of thing is, yeah, generally not your your tight compressed rock and roll sound. No. <laughs> so... So yeah, it does lend itself to, to, to yeah other su- other suggestions, uh, yeah, musically, and yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, I like jazz as well, and and like working on just anything interesting musically. So so it it was an easy project to put together um, yeah. on that end. Yeah. H- had you guys all been in previous bands locally? Like, had you been doing this uh, in leading up to this project, or actually Most all of, of us except for. Uh, Corey here. It's kind of like my, well, like, I don't know. I was in, um, when I was a teenager, I was in, like, metal bands and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then... I think most people in Winnipeg, as teenagers, were either in punk bands or metal bands. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, yeah, totally. They were the, like, accessible genres. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The angst kind of driven side of that. Something you can yell at, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Other than that, I just, like, I played a lot of, like, cover, in cover bands. Okay. But this is kind of, like, my first real deal thing. 
<laughs> but not these yeah. guys. Yeah, for like me and I have a twin brother who's our. He's not the drummer in this project, okay. but uh, played with him on a number of projects. So, yeah, there's all kinds of like because we're all from this small town, Niverville. So, oh cool. Okay. It's like we've all had. There's all kinds of like sort of, for lack of a better word, like incestuous, nepotistic music playing, yep. and like there really is tons of cross. Well, Winnipeg over. has that already anyway. So <laughs> exactly. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. You guys are all from Niverville, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. 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 I'm actually going there the in a couple bit. weeks for my kids' rugby tournament. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a wonderful yeah. place. Yeah, I haven't been yeah. there. I went there as a kid once, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been there all the time. Hesploy, or Hesploy Park? Is that where the tournament probably, is? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go to Gans Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, good yeah, Chinese totally. food. Cool. Excellent. Good to know. Chinese, good, good to know. The yeah, best yeah. in Niverville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, have you been in bands in Niverville then? Or, or is there a music scene in Niverville? I mean, it's fairly small. There's lots of musicians Surprisingly, when we were growing up. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of... A lot of music happening there. That's cool. Yeah, actually, lots yeah. of metal, and in the surrounding southern Manitoba area as well. We'd go out and play Steinbeck or Landmark, or okay, and, and and that kind of area when we were in high school and just after, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was a surprisingly good kind of. I mean, again, it was all just because it's such a small town. Inevitably, anybody who starts up a new project, there's going to be all kinds of support. Yeah, of course. And like you said, a lot of the music's total shit. Yeah. But <laughs> you have this. It's it's a really kind of nice uh, thing. You probably wouldn't find it as much in Winnipeg, even though it's there. But you really feel obligated to uh, go to your friend's shows sure, in yeah, town yeah. and and help. Well, Winnipeg gives more choices, right? There's just you know Friday night you can do one of fifty exactly. things yeah, versus. Exactly. I'm exactly. assuming I don't want to you know imply yeah. that Niverville nothing's going on, but yeah. I, I, there's I, nothing going <laughs> on. Yeah, right, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 That's so, exactly how you end up playing music there, right, too, yeah. so there's nothing else yeah, happening. Yeah. So there's so few venues, too, right? So we were always trying to rent, like, the, the local arena, which okay. I don't even <laughs> know if they would do that anymore, or we managed before the place maybe got kind of trashed one too many times. The local, it's called Sun City. It's kind of affiliated with, uh, oh, yeah. I think, Maranatha. Is it Maranatha Church? Oh, or? No, Word of Life. Word of Life. Yeah. How many churches do we have in that town? <laughs> Seven. Yeah. More than people. More than people, yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, yeah, there was inevitably, if you were into music, like, you were just immediately part of the scene. And right. it wasn't such a little, or like a small, well, what's the expression I'm looking for? Kind of like a boys club. It's like, ah, oh, you want to play music? Sure. Like start yeah. a band and you're bound to get support from friends and family so yeah. that's cool which is great when you suck and you don't know you suck of course yeah you need you need that <laughs> yeah. kind of faith yeah. well it's, i think yeah. every band that sucks gets friends and family supporting and that's about it right yeah. if they get better then yeah. it leads to bigger things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a race against time before you realize that you suck yeah exactly yeah yeah all of a sudden you realize you're pretty good after a few years <laughs> mm-hmm. is there a is there a niverville like is there a sound from niverville that, that exists like i mean is there a sort sort of a certain thing that is popular there or when you were you guys were there that sort of you still take with you? Like, is there something from that town right. that you guys continue to this day to bring into what you do? Uh, interesting question. Yeah. Niverville was, it was, it was diverse because yeah. at, our, at the drop-in center there, you'd have metal shows and then you'd have guys playing like country or bluegrass stuff. Like, okay. Uh, and, or like singer-songwriter stuff. So it was very open to a lot of, yeah, to a lot of diversity in music. And even thinking now of like the musicians that I know from there, they're all so different. Yeah. But um, it's but not yeah, like the Chicago sound. Well, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I missed mean, missing out. Maybe there was a Niverville sound that's like something particular. In it. <laughs> it was also random. Like, yeah. It yeah. Just, it's all yeah, all over the place. But, yeah. but the, like you said, punk or metal. I I think we kind of grew up with that kind of tribalistic rivalry where we were metalheads and oh, yeah. Steinbeck yeah. had more of like a punk scene, and so. Right. There was like that, like yeah. kind of tug of war going on between, the, yeah, you know, between those kinds of genres. <laughs> but we had a lot of metal, like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like Niverville just had a lot of. I feel uh, like thrashers. that's a, a smaller town kind of thing, though, because I mean, like I know Brandon. I don't know if it still does, but it used to have a massive metal scene. I remember playing some shows there uh, with my band yeah. from here in like the early two thousands, and there's like so many metalheads and all the bands from there were all like huh. just metal yeah. so interesting it is a small town thing there's yeah. something it's, must yeah. be country and metal right like yeah you just get out that angst and it's a way to get out your kind of young man aggression maybe yeah yeah i'm not sure yeah in the late 90s there was so much metal happening yeah like, everyone was listening to metal in Niverville, pretty much yeah yeah uh, now I don't even know what's going on musically well, so it's been a while, you definitely right? can't yeah. pin down a Niverville mm-hmm. sound because i really don't think there's much we were kind of at the heyday. <laughs> it might be fading away. Don't judge it by the Niverville Fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's where I'll be on the, on the coming mm. up in a couple of weeks. They focus more yeah. on the uh, pop country. Yes, I noticed that. I was. I figured yeah. I'm going there anyway. I'm going to look up what's happening at the. And yeah, yeah. it was very pop country heavy. So it's mm-hmm. another kind of small town faux pas. Everybody's yeah, everybody's got yeah. a. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird, but yeah, I'm not. None of us are into that at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have expected that from listening. <laughs> but like, it's weird that you mentioned earlier uh, that the Steinbach was more punk because, based on the little I know about Steinbach, it seems like the place that punk would never ever exist. Right. Just mm-hmm. because of the yeah. like, you know, religious kind of heavy vibe and, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they. It's, it's weird to think yeah. of Steinbach punks, but I mean, yeah. I, I guess that's maybe an environment where punks thrive because there's so much kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like, if all of a sudden you are that kid with pink hair and uh, you have, like, a weird, like, earring or, yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a way to, it's a little bit of, like, polite rebellion against a yeah, kind yeah. of, like, religiosity I of guess, the town. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. you, Mom, I'm not going to church today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm dying my hair pink yeah. and getting yeah. the piercing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
you know, as some as a group that plays an indefinable genre, I guess. Because <laughs> you know, they got the jazz, uh-huh. the soul, R and B, all those things, the psychedelic. Uh, like, where do you fit in locally in the music scene? Because I don't know if there's necessarily a scene that covers all those bases uh, the same way you do. I, I saw on the um, the show you did for your CD release, you had Odd Outfit and uh, Jay Wood, both of whom I've had on the show before too. Oh, nice. And yeah. I can see how they I can see how they would fit. But I mean, I don't know how you really define those guys either. Either of them, like it's kind of yeah hard to say. So do you like do you feel like you fit in with any? It doesn't seem like there's a lot of options, but yeah, there's a select few that we feel like we can fit in with. Like, yeah, like, we love playing with Shaywood. Yeah, that dude's great. Yeah, awesome dude. Yeah, and I don't know, they kind of have a similar like jazzy, dancey pop stuff that mm-hmm. kind of fits in with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes it's a matter of who you get along with and who you've played with. And right, regardless and of that. what the sound is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then for yeah, and then sometimes it's like what you appreciate, what you out there and what you're like oh I like that sound even if it's not yeah. really close to the sound that you like you're sure. like or that you're similar to most associated with but something that you just personally like and and I think uh, I appreciated that about odd outfit so yeah I it mean was nice having them on they're the more like well they're like they're, they're clearly clearly jazz based but they got some yeah. other stuff going on too like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but then at your show you can sit back after or before you're set right. or whatever oh yeah I appreciate this music that's happening yeah and yeah yeah yeah, it makes the night. Yeah, it's not and to me. It's like whatever, whatever we do fit into, it's not going to be as um, sort of pigeonholed as like you know. I remember playing metal in Winnipeg, and it was like, yeah, we're booking with other metal bands right, or right. hardcore that's bands, kind of where or going. Yeah, yeah. heavy. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you kind of get into the nether regions and you, you fall into some sort of broad kind of hipster tent where there's <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff and i think these guys were right to, to suggest like yeah if you appreciate or even have respect for for a band yeah play a gig you, with them. you could fit with them yeah even if it is a metal band and a folk singer or something could it totally matter, happen. Yeah, yeah for sure
So do you, like, who, who's, I guess, who's the audience then for, for what you do? I mean, is it just people who are interested in the various facets of what makes up your sound, or? My eyes are usually closed the entire time, so <laughs> I don't really look at who's there. Audience? <laughs> Friends and family, that's yeah. part. And, and mom and dad. Yeah, who's, uh, who's picking up on us in, in Winnipeg, uh? That's a really. That's a. I mean, I don't one. know if you guys even know the answer to that, right? Because I mean, it's yeah. sort of, Once it's out there, it's out there, and whoever gloms onto it, kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess just we're the still trying to figure that yeah. out in Winnipeg, and yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I mean, we haven't had terribly large gigs or like terribly many gigs. Right. We kind of went right into the recording process, and we're just like, let's true. hammer out some tunes. So. Oh, cool. Now that we have it, we're kind of trying to establish where we kind of fit in and go. Who else is kind of like us? Right. Who, who else can we? can we see ourselves on a bill with and uh, awesome i guess we're aiming at the um, indie crowd a bit but yeah right but also we like the r&b sound and the jazz stuff and we don't i don't hear a lot of it in winnipeg so so if others are out there doing that kind of stuff i'd be interested to hear <laughs> call <it>. us yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'd love to play well i feel like the, the jazz community in winnipeg i've had a few jazz artists on and i'm trying to get more involved in it because there's some really cool stuff happening but yeah. it's such it's its own island almost outside of there i mean coming from like i you know i played in punk bands and shit like everyone else mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you know so i come from that kind of background and i can very easily kind of move in those circles but the jazz thing is it seems very separate mm-hmm. and there's people doing really interesting stuff but they're almost not playing any shows with like i don't know what i guess they're like they're rock-ish bands almost you know and they're sort of on their own so have you kind mm-hmm. of like are there are there local jazz artists that you guys are have kind of I like picked the, up on? Or? That's super deep tough work band. Yeah, oh, those to, guys are great. Oh, yeah. I like the Dilliday. Yeah, that's nice, the first nice. time I saw them. Yeah, those are yeah. incredible. Yeah, and that that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was impressed. I'd love to catch more of them. Other than that, those know. guys have kind of a crossover appeal too, right? Because the hip hop thing, so they mm-hmm. yeah they got that yeah. audience and then the, yeah, yeah the jazz types as well. I always I remember one show that like definitely kind of raised waggled my eyebrows was when uh, I heard. Uh, uh, oh, Mo- Moses, no, Mace. Moses Mace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Moses Mace is sick. And I remember just going like, "Oh man, how can you not dig this?" Like, yeah. they just every time yeah. they play a jazz fest or yeah. like, it's you can tell everybody's just having fun regardless of your mu- sure. musical propensity, and that's really a- appealing. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing now, but yeah, I don't think they exist. But anymore. they're definitely they got one very good like you know, boot in the jazz world. Yeah, but it's yeah. Well, and there were a few bands like that back in the day too. Like the, the Hummers as well was a good example mm-hmm. of a band like that doing the instrumental thing and very funk and jazz and soul and all that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, totally. it's, the, the genre thing is hard because, like, I mean, the, the best thing about a lot of shows is when you get totally different genres mixed up and then you can get exposed to new things. But mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes shows people putting on shows don't want to do that, or they don't want to take a risk with a band that maybe doesn't sound like something easily definable. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Right. Some genres mm-hmm. just seem to lend themselves more to like like I have a. A guitar player that I play with played in this great uh, kind of country blues act, uh, the Mad Trappers. Okay. Yeah. And they did a lot of sort of high and low, some sort of style kind of type gigs. Yeah. And a lot of the bands that they played with kind of were somewhere in that in that field. And then that's a very that venue lends itself really well to that style. So, whereas I don't see a metal act playing. <laughs> no, <laughs> high no. And low it would be time. cool to see that. Like I would, I, I would kind of like to go to a show and actually see. That. <laughs> yeah. Just Interesting. just because the the vibe would be so weird, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they, people almost like bands almost get pigeonholed on their own whether they want to or not, right? I mean, it's like you fit in this venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, the last band I was in was probably about ten years ago, but we were kind of a noise rock band that had like <laughs> robot mascots and like weird space effects and shit <laughs> and psychedelic like projections and everything. And we got stuck playing a bunch of art shows. Like for some reason, that crowd <laughs> thought there was more depth to it than there actually was. <laughs> and, uh, and it was like the guy in the robot suit was just our friend who could play instruments. But <laughs> but like so we kept getting shows at, at art galleries and stuff, and it was like yeah. it was really weird because it, it was kind of weird. I'm screaming into a microphone about aliens and stuff, and, and like and, you know bashing on a keyboard or whatever. And then there's these people sitting there, kind of rubbing their chins, like mm, like trying to <laughs> interpret it. And it's like this is not like this doesn't make sense to me because I'm not. It doesn't mean anything. Like you know, I'm just yelling about space because. Fun. <laughs> if people want to yeah. <laughs> read into it and take more depth, yeah. and then yeah. you even imply that. So you kind of you can't choose it, right? It just you get you get put where you get put, I guess. And yeah, that's true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you guys are put. Maybe you haven't. Maybe that hasn't happened yet. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it hasn't. Yeah. I don't really think uh, we're we're there yet. Yeah, yeah, we haven't played out quite enough to to really have a strong sense of where we fit into the, the musical community. And and frankly, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm getting a bit older. Don't yeah. go out as much, but I'm not even sure really what the state of the, the Winnipeg scene is right now. 
Um, there's definitely a lot of people doing stuff. Tons of people, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's always exactly. there's no shortage of musicians. No, if I wasn't doing this show, I'd have no idea either. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm doing talking to at least one band a week, so it keeps me informed. But like, yeah, yeah, there's so much to follow. Like, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are still playing music from back when I did, and I can keep up with what they're doing. But every time they play a show, there's four new bands in the bill I've never heard of. Yeah, and it right. is, it, which yeah. is cool. It's great. It's great to see. Like, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm too old. I'm out of the sort of loop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Feels that way. It after does. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. roll over thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I and mean, I interview some bands who. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be thirty six in a few months, and like I interview bands that are nineteen, and it's interesting because their view of music and of everything is just completely different, and it, it's almost more interesting to talk to them than it is to talk to someone my own age because right. it's just like a we're all both over each other's heads. You know? Yeah. Like I'll make a reference yeah. to some band that I grew up listening to, and they who's that? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What do you mean who's that? It was on the radio. Oh wait, you were not born for. Yeah. 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 And that's the reason why I'm always suspicious when people say. I mean, you hear this a lot, but it's always like people will say, "The scene is is just not what it was, or it's dying, or people don't make good music yeah. anymore." And it's a very. It's just you're not the person anymore. Like you're not. Yeah, it's not for you anymore, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. I had an uncle. Uh, without digressing too much, but he. He's my uncle Evan, and he played in a great local Winnipeg group uh, called Grand Theft Canoe. Okay, I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and so that was now, the early nineties, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They probably hit their heyday, and they were so good, and, and they were such a, a, a tour de force uh, to be reckoned with in, in the Winnipeg scene. And now most people have never heard of them. Yeah, um, and they just kind of fizzled out. Um, but uh, yeah, and I I only heard of him because he's my uncle, but yeah. I never would have. So ten years. Uh, a gap between uh, generations. Yeah, is a it's, very it's a big, it's a big gap. gap for sure. Yeah, yeah. And at least the good thing now is everything's on the internet, so everything's going to be preserved a little bit. Like whereas mm-hmm. that stuff is, I mean, if you don't have the CD or the tape for back then, it's just gone, right? Like you can't, yeah. can't find it anymore. So <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, she gone. yeah, just yeah. not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so I noticed that you guys were also uh, involved in the birthday tape <laughs> stuff, right? Uh, we've done, yeah, we we're on a compilation. The compilation, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you have you released anything with them, or is your? Uh just that one song. Just one song. But yeah. Um, that was Slumber Party? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we never released anything more than that. But I recently, like, actually like, gave that tape a listen in my buddy's Buckster van that he just the got. Buckster. And uh, I was like, wow, this sounds kind of cool. So now I'm kind of like, shall we release this on tape? <laughs> and the answer <laughs> is, probably not. <laughs> probably not going to happen, but... Yeah. Well, t- cool. t- tapes, it, it's interesting, because I, I never stopped listening to tapes... So I have like this big collection of them, but I keep meeting people who buy tapes just as collector's items. Like they go to a show and some band has something on their tape, so they buy it and use the d- download card, yeah. and then say, "Well, right. can I have the tape?" Yeah, <laughs> just tosses out the download. Yeah, exactly. Card. Yeah, I don't need the download card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
But I mean, CD. I guess you guys you guys put a CD. Is that just mainly so you have people have something to buy at shows or? Yeah, and just like, just to yeah. have something, some kind of physical copy. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, we sent them out to to college radios and stuff yeah. across Canada as well, and that's yeah. I think uh, radios will appreciate. Yeah, yeah, having, it's much CDs. nicer so up CD for sure. When you're trying to get it out there, yeah, it's kind of standard format. Uh, still is kind of standard format. Yeah, even it's though, the last remaining one. Yeah. yeah, will it be in ten years? It's hard to say, but but you know, for whatever reason, the CD is still seems like you got to do it when yeah, you put out an album. For sure, for sure. Well, it's good. I mean, as, as someone, I still listen to. C- I, I I only listen to physical music. Like, I have never really gotten into the digital thing, just because I do most of my listening at home. I have a stereo, and I don't need yeah. to have a computer hooked up to it because I can just go to the and wall. And it's and tactile. It, it, it is dying. I but love it's that part. Nice. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Even tapes. Yeah. I mean, I like to be able to open something up. Yeah. Even if I've heard, yeah. listened to the album twenty five times, I still like to open up and read something, and it just yeah. it's like they hammered it in my brain from how I used to do it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when I was a kid, like I used to love like just going to buy a CD. You just saw like the artwork too. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah. the lyrics would be inside of it, and it's like. That's yeah. cool. But now that is pretty much non-existent. You just buy yeah. it online. And yeah, you buy it. one song of the album and you just yeah. do it and then it's disposable, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that will ever fully die, that 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 pleasure that you get from a physical, material thing in your hand. I think there's a like a know? small group of people who are just always going to do that. And then every year there's going to be new kids who discover that and kind of that becomes their thing too, right? So. Yeah. It's supposed yep. yeah. to having that CD binder thing. I got tons of them. I saw <laughs> a bunch of them, yeah. You slip yeah. the artwork inside and yep. like the CDs behind it. Yeah, yeah I do. I have uh, I have three of those things. I got 500 CDs each. And they, they, nice. Like, it manages to keep, take up a lot less space, but yeah. it's, uh, it's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't get rid of them. I, keep I, it going. I, I'm going to, yeah. The good thing is now <laughs> CDs are super cheap because people are getting rid of them, so I can I pick up all kinds of stuff. Oh, totally. But, yeah. but it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like getting rid of that stuff and, and re-obtaining it digitally is a big waste of time. Because like mm. a lot of people do that, right? They they drop from one, f- they when tapes kind of died out, they went to CDs, and then when CDs kind of died out, they went to go to the CDs and went to MP3s and stuff, and then when that changed, they got to Spotify, and it's just I don't know, it's too much work to yeah. <laughs> go dig yeah. up their same stuff. So it's exactly. it's gonna be harder and harder to keep up, probably. Yeah, and yeah. then what happens if yeah. the you know some apocalypse scenario or something like exactly. the internet goes down or, or Spotify <laughs> goes bankrupt and then you you have nothing, right? Just, Grab your generator, plug yeah, in yeah, your yeah. CD player. Turning uh-huh. it, yeah. The whole neighborhood will be yeah, right, sitting exactly, under candlelight yeah. with you. Yeah. The whole digital world is just so convenient though. Like, Oh, it's uh, for sure. Uh, turn on your Bluetooth, yeah. press play, and and you got like everything at your fingertips too. Any song ever made by anybody. I have Google Play. I can just like search up any album I want and it's all there. You could make a yeah. pretty good case that it's almost too much. It I is too much, yeah. You have... You kind of lose an interest in music almost to a point. Well, it's too simple yeah. to just flip to the next yeah. thing, right? So, yeah. Totally, you know, yeah. yeah. When you have access to everything ever, yeah. where do you start? Whereas it, yeah, I know it shows your yeah. priorities when you go, I'm buying this album. Yeah, you know, and you listen to it enough times to make the purchase worthwhile. Even if it doesn't grab you at first, you're going to give it five listens because you spent 15 bucks on it. <laughs> exactly. So then, and then maybe by the fourth listen, you're like, holy shit, this is great. You know, like, this happened, right? I mean, you buy yeah, something and yeah. Yeah, it's okay, and then you try it again. and it's like forced to like it almost. Yeah, something clicks, right? Something's like, okay, I'm glad <laughs> I bought this because this one song, or like, and then that song makes you like the other songs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I find myself like, I'll go through breaks where I like, don't listen to music at all. Just because, like, I don't know. I've listened to everything so much because it's so easy to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I'll just, like, not listen to music for a while. <laughs> just hit podcasts or something. Joe Rogan's podcast or something? Something like that. Well, one of those <laughs> will take, like, a take up a month of listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so long. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's super weird. So if, um, if someone is hearing about you guys for the first time on this show, what is the best thing for them to do to find out more information? Where should they go? Where can they hear you? I mean, not, not necessarily upcoming shows, but, you know, if they want to just... Do the digital thing like we're just talking about. Right. Well, we're on like we're all there. that <laughs> digital stuff like Spotify, iTunes, Google, and then yeah. we're on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Find us there. It's all the all the basically all the spots everyone's on all day anyway. Yeah, yeah. we're everywhere you can find us except Twitter. We don't have Twitter yet. Right. I've been well, tossing shame. that idea around my brain, but I don't know if I want to like, be doing that. All you got to open up that can of worms. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a personal Twitter account. I actually love Twitter. I mean, yeah. I, I, my only account I have is the one for the show, and 90% of what I'm posting is not about the show. I'm just yelling at people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, but it's fun. I mean, I can't think of any other format where I can find a celebrity that pisses me off and just tell them. Yeah. Whether <laughs> yeah. they read it or not. Like, you know. See, I, I share 100% of my genetics with my twin brother, and he went, he decided to, to get a Twitter account, oh, yeah. and he spends so much time and Your energy brother's on, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, my brother James is on Twitter. I'm like, wow. and it's kind of like the ghost of Christmas future. Is right. like, if I decide to do this, this is inevitably this is going to consume yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't done it yet. 
I have a personal account that I haven't used in like years, but it's there. I think it's all just a bunch of hockey talk. That's what half of mine is for half the year, yeah. It's like now that the, the Jets are out, I don't, it's, the hockey talk has died down a little bit, but yeah. I'm still shitting on the NHL and stuff. Yeah. I like Twitter for like, it's like your own personal newspaper, like, you, you get all the news, it's like, yeah. it's basically news almost. It you is, news that you can interact with basically, and, yeah. and swear at, you know, whoever. That's Politicians, it, yeah. reporters, doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Vegans. Yeah. No, Anybody, doesn't make a difference, yeah. I think I messaged Rihanna on Twitter once and told her she was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh boy! For no reason, or just that was like the best tweet I've ever made. Yeah, just no reason. I think she's. <laughs> I think you're objectively so wrong about that, but uh, maybe. But yeah, well, I just wanted to take her ego down a bit. That's, your, that's right. She probably didn't see it, but no, probably, she probably has about six assistants doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so people can find you on everything but Twitter at the moment. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as it, um, the CD itself is it available anywhere outside of shows, or you can buy it on Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, or or just if you live in the city, just. Slide into our DMs on Instagram. But not Twitter. Not Twitter. Right. Because I'll probably tell you you're ugly if I... <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to sell CDs. I like the marketing strategy. Yeah. Hey, can I kind of see? No, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. People should do that. They should check out the album. They should go to Bandcamp. Uh, whatever digital thing you're using to listen to music, find yeah. it there. And if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to wishpolice.com or um, any of the social media things, including Twitter. And you'll find it here all close to 300 episodes are there for free download and streaming so if you want to hear some really bad ones from back in 2012 you can do that or if I you want do. to hear good ones from you know this year <laughs> those are there too nice. and uh, yeah I mean uh, it also airs on UMFM on Sundays at midnight and those are older episodes that get a second win so this one might not air for three or four months but uh, if people forgot to hear it when it originally came out they can just boom we're not going anywhere tune so in on, on Sunday at midnight you yeah, got yeah. Yeah. prime radio listening time so yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's a fun conversation. Thanks for having Thank us. you so awesome. much. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's been a slice. <laughs> <laughs>